Hello and welcome to Barnards on the NBA. This is our first episode. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm your host, Matt Barnard, and I'm joined here by my son and co-host, Emilio Barnard. We also want to say hi? Hi. There he is. So uh, on, the, on this first episode, we're going to begin our breakdown of players who uh, are, are starting lineups of players who attended specific colleges based on how they performed in the NBA. So for each of these teams, we're going to be providing you with our picks for center, power forward, small forward, shooting guard, and point guard. The entire starting lineup uh, will be providing you with our picks. Amelia uh, will be giving his uh, his selections based on his research, and uh, I'll be providing my uh, my commentary as a result. We're going to start off on this first episode by looking at UCLA and Oregon State. Those are our first two colleges. So we'll get it started by looking at UCLA, a college that has produced many a great NBA player over the years. And uh, Meals, you want to get in here and talk about your uh, your starting center? Yeah, so at my starting center, I had um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as your starting center? How did you come up with that? Um, I know he's one of the best players of all time. Yeah, that's true. He's actually uh, a shoe, and uh, Kareem is uh, one of the greatest NBA players of all time was, of course, a great player in college as well and uh, has the uh, most points in NBA history. So it's hard, pretty hard to deny him as, uh, as as the center choice for uh, UCLA. Yeah, do we want to, like, um, talk about any other centers that um... – That you might have considered? Yeah, sure. Why don't we, uh, why, why don't we do that here? Uh, or Actually, why don't we do that at the end since, uh, since you know, we might have some players who overlap positions. How about uh, how about a power forward, Mills, for uh, for UCLA? So um, I put Bill Walton at power forward because um, he was just so so good in like especially college that um, I tried to push him to the power forward. Yeah, so usually you would have had him at uh, at, at center. Is that where you would have been inclined to uh, to start? I mean, him? yeah. Um, uh, I looked and it said he um, played center his whole career. Yeah, you're just imagining that he'd be able to like slide over to power forward if uh, you had Kareem at center. Yeah, I mean that that probably makes sense. I mean, you know, we're gonna, there's going to be some fudging of uh, positions in these uh, breakdowns, but uh, I think that that makes some sense. Are, are there? I mean, I know I just mentioned we would uh, discuss at the end, but are there other power forwards that you seriously consider here? Because I'm I'm seeing a few who I would at least think hard about. Um, I was. Uh... Um, was there anybody you that stand out to you? Oh yeah, um, Kevin Love. Yeah, Kevin Love is definitely uh, worthy of consideration. I mean, he obviously uh, pl- has played a longer career in the NBA than uh, than Bill Walton by by quite a lot, and he's still going. Obviously, an extremely productive career, NBA champ. I think he's worthy of consideration here. I mean, he didn't have the same kind of uh, college career that Bill Walton did, both in terms of duration and uh, and, and quality but um, has been a really important NBA player and could continue to add to his credentials. Uh, you know, I think unseating Bill Walton, though, I mean, a guy who's in the Hall of Fame and has the kind of track record that he does and the kind of reputation that he did when he actually played and was healthy, tough to uh, tough to argue too strongly against that. How about at, uh, at, at small forward? Who you got? I have um, Marquise Johnson. 
Marcus Johnson. What can you uh, what can you tell us about uh, about Marcus Johnson? Some kids uh, might not know too much about him. Um, one time I um, oh, his nickname's MJ. Wow, I wonder if that's where Jordan got it from. I don't think so. But um, uh, this guy played on the Bucks, and one time when I was doing um all time teams for a bunch of different teams, um, I came across him for like um. Small forward on the box. Yeah, this guy was a pretty high-quality player. I mean, I know he's uh, maybe doesn't have the same reputation that's carried through the years that uh, some of these other guys do. But I mean, you know, you look at him, look at his uh, at his stats for his career. I mean, this is a guy who averaged uh, twenty points a game five or six times in his career. Um, didn't last that long. I mean, he played his last like full season at uh, at age twenty nine. But uh, this guy was a five-time All-Star. I mean, that's uh, really strong work by uh, Marcus Johnson, and like you said, predominantly with the uh, with the Bucks, but also with the uh, with the Clippers too. When I was looking at, uh, at at who to choose here, I mean, uh, I definitely thought about Marcus Johnson. I think I ultimately uh, going to land on uh, on Trevor Ariza. Um, this guy's just played uh, played a lot longer than uh, than Marcus Johnson. Obviously, he's still active even now. Um, just been a really productive NBA player. I mean, I remember him uh, being selected by the by the Knicks during the uh, Isaiah Thomas era, and um, you know this was a time where Isaiah was uh, was nabbing some pretty good players uh, with with his picks. He was on a good good run in terms of draft picks, and uh, Ariza really, um, you know, despite being a guy who only played one year at, uh, at UCLA, I mean, he really was able to uh, establish himself as a useful player in the NBA. Quickly and, and has uh, maintained that for uh, for a really long time. So I think I, I might go Trevor Ariza, even though he obviously didn't hit the heights that uh, Marcus Johnson did a much longer career. Yeah, just like I don't know, I, I just think Marcus Johnson's better. Yeah, I mean, I think probably like if you're looking at these guys at their best, I mean, like what, Marcus what's, Johnson was going to be better. Yeah, I think that's that's probably right. Um, I mean, not having seen him play, obviously, is, uh, played before I was born, uh, much less. Uh, <laughs> yourself um but that, that's an interesting debate right there yeah. let's get to uh get to shooting guard i think this will be less uh, less controversial shooting guard is um reggie miller reggie miller one of the uh all-time great shooters in nba history guy who uh definitely went to ucla <laughs> um and uh a hall of famer phenomenal player i, I think uh the other person to consider here Probably is Gil Goodrich. Uh, I mean, you could consider him at the point too, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard, hard to deny Reggie. I mean, you know, he's obviously much closer to uh, our current era as well. I've seen a lot more Reggie Miller, um, yeah. you know, highlights and clips. Gil and, yeah, I mean, Gil, Gil Goodrich, a guy who uh, you know finished his career in 1979 uh, before I was born. Phenomenal player. We've had some success with him uh, playing in uh, in some video games as well. Um, but uh, yeah, hard, hard to deny Reggie here. How about a point guard? Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Russ, the uh, the great Russell Westbrook, obviously still in the midst of his career right now. What uh, what led you to choose uh, choose Russ over uh, some of the other point guard options here? He he's just really good. He is really good. <laughs> That's for sure. Were, were there other point guards who you uh, who you seriously considered here? Not really. I already knew like Russell Westbrook. I mean, like Drew Holiday. Yeah, I mean, he, like 
Phenomenal player. Um, Baron Davis. But, like, I did not think about it that much. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, Russ is kind of hard to deny. I mean, this guy's been an MVP. I mean, he's averaged a triple-double for three straight years. I mean, uh, he averaged a triple-double for three years in a row. Um, yeah, kind of hard to deny Russ. So all of this makes for a pretty phenomenal uh, UCLA team in this context. When you uh, go break down your um, – just run through your starting five again. Center, Kareem um, jabbar Kyle Ford, Bill Walton, small forward, Marcus Johnson, shooting guard, Reggie Miller, and point guard, Russell Westbrook. That is a nasty, nasty starting five. Now, were there any other uh, UCLA alums who you think are worth mentioning before we uh, move on? Um. Well, definitely Zach Levine. Yeah. So we're talking about some of the some of the guys who are who are currently in, in the mix. Let's uh, let's get to that. Do you, so, do you think Zach Levine has any kind of chance of getting on this all time team? No, I don't. Yeah, because he'd be looking at uh, unseating like Reggie Miller, right? Which is like, or maybe. Um... Uh, um, Marcus Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He has he has a long way to go. I mean, he's still young enough that you can imagine it happening, maybe. I mean, but uh, yeah, he's just uh, he's he's got so much work to do at this point. Uh, anybody else who, uh, who who caught your eye? I mean, when you're looking at UCLA alums. Well, I mean, we've talked about him, but like um, Drew Holiday, Kevin Love. Yeah, yeah, some really terrific players. I mean, those. I mean, from those guys to you know, really high quality. Uh, you know, role players like, uh, you know, Matt Barnes, Aaron Aflalo, Darren Collison. I mean, you know, really high-end NBA players. I mean, guys who you'd be happy to have filling out uh, the bench on this team, to be sure. I mean, never mind, you know, guys like Kiki Vandeweghe and uh, Mark Eaton, I mean, who also, you know, factor in here. I mean, not at uh, starter level. And like Jamal Wilkes. Yeah, Jamal Wilkes as well. So, I mean, even Sidney Wicks, um, who really haven't talked about a ton but uh you know another guy who's uh who also provided a lot of high quality nba minutes so uh ucla pretty loaded pretty loaded yeah how do you think this team is going to rank when we uh you know as we as we go through this i mean you, you think these I are think gonna, they're gonna be like the top best. five yeah least. cool top five top three hard to argue um did you uh give any consideration to um like i don't know brett Veroman? no i did not not at all. No. All right. That's interesting. I didn't even scroll down, like, close to the bottom at all. He's talking about the, uh, the player page or the page on uh, basketball reference that shows uh, all these uh, UCLA alums and how they performed in the NBA. And we, uh, we're very appreciative to uh, basketball reference for providing such a uh, phenomenal resource for us to uh, use in doing this research. All right, so we're going to take a uh, take a quick break, and we'll uh, we'll be back in uh, in just a moment and discuss Oregon State. Hey, we're back. Uh, we're here uh, talking about um, Oregon State players who uh, who attended Oregon State. Best of them, based on what they did in it's the NBA. It's going to be a little bit different. Hey, how so? Um, there's just not as many good players, and there's a bunch of them that. I don't have that much knowledge. Yeah, I mean that uh, that's uh, understandable. I mean, so I, I believe the basketball reference page we were looking at indicated that there are 99 players who have uh, made the NBA who attended UCLA. And there's only 29 from Oregon State. 
Exactly. So a much smaller pool of players to choose from. With that said, there are some good ones. So let's uh, let's get into it. Um, let's start at uh, at center. Uh, this is uh, subject of much debate. Who's your uh, starting center from uh, Oregon State? So I have um, Steve Johnson. Another um, one that we've been talking about is um, Mel Counts. Interesting. So l- 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 let's get into it a little bit here. Uh, what made you uh, choose Steve Johnson as the uh, the all time Starting center from well, Oregon State. It was organizing it by points, and I was I was kind of basing it off of that, and um, uh, just I didn't really look at Mel Counts. <laughs> okay, uh, well, the, the two of them, uh, I mean, have very similar statistical profiles, uh, very similar, and I mean, if you're organizing. By points, certainly Steve Johnson is going to show up ahead because he's becoming more offensive-minded player than uh, than Mel Counts. I would say if you're factoring in like cool names or like um, you know ways of describing someone doing a particular activity, like imagine if you know Mel was counting and you saw him and you were like, you know, someone asked like, "What does Mel do?" And you can be like, "Well, Mel counts." So that's, that's like one advantage. I mean, you, that, you don't really have that going on with Steve Johnson. But that said, I mean, I, I think you could probably make a make a pretty reasonable argument either way. I mean, the two of them are really close in terms of minutes for their career and in terms of value. So uh, I, w- I wouldn't argue too hard against uh, Steve Johnson. Interestingly, both these guys were actually the seventh overall pick in the draft, uh, 17 years apart. 17? Who was out of first? Uh, Mel Counts. Mel Counts was drafted in uh, 1964 and uh, Steve Johnson in 1981. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, separated by a few years. But, uh, yeah, it's an interesting argument. Um, But, uh, yeah, Steve Johnson is uh, okay with me as the choice. So uh, how about a power forward? Well, AC Green, I mean. This one seems a little more clear-cut, right? Yes. So what do you know about uh, about AC Green? Well, I actually don't know that much about AC Green, but I've heard the name before and I knew he was a good player. So, and there wasn't that many other good players, so I had to put him there. Now you know he has uh, the record for the most consecutive games played by an NBA player. Yes. Pretty interesting. I believe this guy was part of uh, some really successful teams. He was on some uh, Lakers squads that uh, did some good things. Now, I've always wondered about this. Actually, does AC stand for uh, air conditioner in this context as well? Um, no. I mean, you could check what it stands for. Um, I, someone once told me that it stands for air conditioner, and I'm not sure if that's true. I think that's, his name was, when he was AC. Yeah, it looks like his name is actually AC Green Jr. So it might be that his dad's, um, name, AC, stands for air conditioner, but we can't tell for sure. Um. Yeah, it's hard to argue with him as the uh, the power forward on this team. I mean, he's you know got the second most uh, minutes of any player from Oregon State, and uh, this guy's just an Iron Man. I mean, that's his nickname too. Uh, guy, guy played a ton in the NBA, and yeah, he's the power forward. So we, where we got a, a small forward? Well, um, Dave Gamby. All right, now <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, no uh, no mockery of uh, Dave Gamby. Just talking about a guy who. Uh, was drafted in 1958 and uh, retired in 1970. So we don't know too much about him beyond his uh, beyond his name and beyond his statistical profile. What uh, what what stood out to you about uh, Dave Gamby? Like I said earlier, um, I was doing it by points, and he was number five, and 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I guess there's probably not a ton of uh, small forward options that really, really stand out, right? Yeah. Um, didn't Ronnie Shelton play like? Uh, I feel like he played like power forward. Lonnie Shelton. Just thinking back to all the uh, memories that I have of uh, Lonnie Shelton during his career, yeah. I really remember him as more of a power forward. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't know if he would be a fit here, uh, but certainly someone uh, maybe to consider, but you know, not obviously going to get to AC Green's mm-hmm. level, so he's not, yeah. not going to challenge him for uh, that power forward spot. But yeah, Dave Gamby, I mean, like without digging – too too deep into the into the weeds. I mean, I, I think uh, Dave Gamby's a, a solid choice here. There's not not a lot of high end competition. Yeah. What do you like at uh, at the two? I got Brent Barry. Yeah, Brent Barry. This guy uh, this guy was an interesting player. Uh, definitely remember him. A lot of family members were also playing. For sure. I mean, you know, his dad, Rick Barry, obviously a Hall of Famer. Um, three brother three brothers who played basketball. Yeah, yeah, pretty impressive. And, definitely. Uh, grandfather. Grandfather played in the NBA as well. Yep, I saw that on that. Song. It's pretty epic. That Barry family has uh, has accomplished a whole lot, and I mean Brent, uh, you know, guy who you know dunked from the free throw line. I mean, actually uh, played. Basketball. Yeah, yeah. He played basketball. You've seen that uh, that uh, dunk of his? The um, actually haven't. Oh yeah, from the free throw line, wearing his uh, his warm up jacket too. I mean, it's like very stylish. I'll have to show you that. <laughs> um, yeah, Brent Barry, a great athlete. I mean, one of the I mean, the third all-time leading scorer from uh, Oregon State. Pretty hard to uh, deny him, despite not having, you know, an all-star kind of level career. The guy was good. Played a long time. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that, that's a safe pick for, uh, for the two. How about the one, though? I mean, this this here's where it really gets tricky. Oh, okay. Um, it's not that tricky. Um, Gary Payton. Yeah, yeah. Gary Payton. Number two overall pick, 1990, obviously a Hall of Famer. I mean, the man's called the glove. I mean, like, this is a monster defensive player. Um, and good offensively, too. Good offensively, too. I mean, this, uh, you know, fantastic career. Um, you know, on that Sonics team that challenged the Bulls in the finals, uh, he and John Kemp, and I mean, he, he you know, had a long run even after his uh, Seattle time was over. And he played on the Heat for a while. Yeah. I mean, anything else you want to say about Gary Payton? I mean, his, his son made it to the league. That's cool. I mean, but, I mean, his son also went to Oregon State, so. Yeah, I mean, that kind of leads into the, the next part of the conversation since uh, Payton is clearly our point guard here. I mean, are there any other players who you considered? Anyone who's, like, moving up through the ranks right now? Guys who, you know, might make it? Well, I was actually looking at – um. Um, Ricky Berry, because like we, um, I looked at him. I thought it might be Rick Berry, Rick Berry, but um, <laughs> only one letter off. I mean, it's not that far. And um, it turns out he was actually had a pretty good, he pretty decent first season, but then he um, he died. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tough break. I mean, we don't mean to be laughing about uh about his death at all, but uh, yeah, we we were just learning about uh, about Ricky Berry, and uh, we're you know confused as to why. His career only lasted one season after, uh, you know, been pretty productive, and uh, sadly he uh, he passed away. Um, were there any other uh, players you consider? Any, anyone else who uh, you know is in the league currently who you think might have a chance to make it onto this list? Well, none. None of the players were actually drafted who are currently in the league. So you're talking about Gary Payton, the second. Gary, the second, yeah. 
talking about Eric Moreland. Yeah. And you're talking about Drew Eubanks. Yeah. I, I, do, I don't think any of them will make the team. I think um, Gary Payton II is the most well-known. Yeah. But I still don't like him. Even he's played like 61 games through, you know, a few seasons. Not, not obviously featuring too much. But I believe he did have like one spectacular game in there. Anyway. Um, <laughs> did you consider like, I mean, before we uh, wrap this up, um, did you consider like Sweet Halbrook or uh, Red Rocha, Freddie Boyd, any of those guys, Jim Jarvis? No, I don't. How about John Mandick? No, none of those guys. Okay. Uh, just before we go, uh, Lloyd Peterson, maybe? No. Okay, so uh, we have we have our team. You want to uh, run down your uh, your squad one more time? Yeah, so for um, Oregon State, we got um, center Steve Johnson, which is close one with no counts. Power forward AC Green. Um, small forward Dave Gamby. Shooting guard, Brent Barry, and um, one guard, Gary Payton. That sounds great. All right, so we're going to come back. We're going to take another quick break, and we'll come back and uh, see how these teams face off against one another, and uh, we'll wrap things up. Hey, we're back, and we're going to uh, wrap up this episode by comparing uh, the teams that we've uh, been discussing from UCLA and Oregon State. And we're going to go position by position, and uh, just – Look at uh, who gets the better of, uh, of each of those as we um, move towards the end of this episode. Uh, so at, at, let's look at the center matchup first. We got Steve Johnson and Kareem, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. What do you think, Mills? Kareem Abdul Jabbar. No question. Yeah, so Kareem gets the edge here pretty clearly for uh, for UCLA. How about at power forward? Bill Walton versus um, AC Green. But, yeah, this is uh, th this is truly a, a battle of uh, peak versus uh, longevity, right? I mean, uh, AC Green played a ridiculously long career, um, as as did uh, Kareem. Um, but which which way are you going here? I mean, Bill Walton obviously uh, reached a higher peak, to be sure. Yeah. I want to go AC Green, but I have to go Bill Walton. Okay, so it's it's Bill Walton. So UCLA uh, got the better of those uh, first two matchups. How about that small forward? Now we're talking about Dave. Dave Gamby and Marcus. Johnson. Dave Gamby and Marcus Johnson. Yeah, so this is an interesting one. It's a couple of guys who uh, who predate both of us. Uh, never got to see them play during their uh, during their careers. Which way are you going on this one? I mean, you gotta go Marcus Johnson. Yeah, I think pretty pretty clearly you gotta go Marcus Johnson. The guy uh, just accomplished a lot more in the NBA than uh, than Dave Gamby did, despite uh, Gamby's successful career. How about at uh, at small forward? Or, sorry, at uh, shooting guard. So we got um, Reggie Miller against um, Brent Barry. Yeah, another one seems like a pretty clear uh, pretty clear cut situation there. Yes, but this next one is pretty interesting. We got um. Well, UCLA is up four to nothing. Yeah, in terms of the, these positions. But the last one is um Gary Payton versus Russell Westbrook. Yeah, two uh, two Hall of Famers to be sure. I mean, Russ obviously not there yet, but going once he retires. And uh, yeah, I mean, what's your uh, what's your feeling on this? I'll be happy to give you uh, give you mine. 
Um, I Gary Payton. Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, I think you know Gary Payton. I mean, the defensive value that he provided, um, pretty overwhelming. I mean, even among the point guards all time. Good defensively, but like. Yeah, not at uh, Gary Payton's level. Yes. Uh, and Gary Payton, obviously, a really positive offensive player as well. I think. Uh, yeah, I think I go Gary Payton, but I agree it's a tougher, tougher call to be sure. Um, how about like for the whole team? Yeah, so we're looking at like who would win in 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 a matchup between these squads. Yeah, I mean you say it like. Yeah, I mean it's kind of hard to even make an argument for Oregon State given all the top line talent on UCLA. I mean, like you only got one ball, but I mean, like, look, look at all, all, the, all the players out there who are, who are going to, you know, want that rock. I mean, between I mean, Reggie and Kareem and Russ, I mean, you know, Bill Walton and Marcus Johnson might settle into, uh, you know, secondary kind of roles, but I mean, you're going to, you're going to be all set in terms of scoring with that squad. Yes. yes. Well, who's going to be your main scorer? Well, I mean, as much as you got some top notch players there, I mean, you got, you know, Kareem, with the uh, you know most points in NBA history, the uh, unblockable skyhook. And then you maybe want like Reggie Miller and then Ross to give him the assist or something. Yeah, I mean, you think about you know Reggie there as a as you know one of the great three point threats of all time uh, for you know Kareem to get the ball back out to or Russ to pass to, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty pretty overwhelming uh, team that UCLA is able to bring to the court in this uh, this kind of context. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be UCLA. So that's uh, that's what we got here for uh, for the first episode of uh, Barnard's on the NBA. We've uh, been talking about UCLA and, uh, and Oregon State. And uh, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, we will see you uh, next time.